Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one-size-fits-all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off-limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. Good morning, millennials. We were off. That you never were happens. a little behind. I'm sorry. Usually I hear the click of the keyboard, and today I didn't hear it, so I was just like giving myself a second, but I'm sorry. Good morning, millennials. Happy Tuesday. We did it. We made it past the Monday after a long weekend, and we deserve a pat, we deserve a pat on the back. You know what we deserve? A vacation. So true, but it is a sneaky Tuesday. I woke up this morning, like yesterday was such a hard, long day, and it's like it's only... Tuesday, ugh. Ugh. Um, I actually had the most wild dream that, like, George Lopez's publicist was, like, hounding us to get George on the show. And did we have George on the toast? But a bum. bum. George, George on, on the, the toast. toast. Um, so then it was, like, it was the day of, and George, like, wanted to come on, like, this particular day. And, like, we literally, our fingers weren't working, so we, like, couldn't get the email written. And I think it was probably my subconscious, like, thinking that I'm always sabotaging, like, my own business. You know what I mean? Sure. If I had to look into it, that's what I think a shrink would say. So did we have George on the toast, or did we not? We woke up before he was scheduled to arrive. Oh, you got to go back to sleep. I know. That's like the worst when you really are having like an amazing dream like Zac Efron's your boyfriend or something. And then you wake up and you're like, bitch, go back to sleep. And you can maybe go back to sleep, but you never get back to the dream. For sure. I feel like the worst is like, I'm always just having such an involved dream when my alarm goes off. And it's like, I need to finish it out. It's not like an amazing dream. My life isn't, I'm not, you know. Right. Didn't win the lottery, but like I just need to see what what happens here. It's like just the middle of a movie, and you got to get up. That's also the weird thing about dreams. Like I find like the the timing of dreams to be so suspicious. How it's like, why is it always that I have to wake up right when the dream is getting good, or like right when something's supposed to happen, or I've been waiting for something to happen in the dream, and it's like, oh, my alarm goes off, or how sometimes my alarm plays a part in my dream. Oh, of course. Like if I'm, I'm like, at a club, turn your phone off. Yeah, it's like I'm at a club and like that's the song they're playing, and then I realize like it's actually my alarm. Like, how does my brain know? You know? Yeah, no. For me, it's always like in my dream I'm turning it off, and then but it's still ringing and it's driving me mad because I'm like turning it off, but I'm just not awake to turn it off. That's the worst. You ever have like a dream where you're snoozing and you dream that like you got up and brushed your teeth and like you're oh yeah, s- like I I have started my day. Yeah, and then it's like oh I'm so great I'm not feeling tired at all, and it's because you're still asleep. Yep. I love talking about dreams. I think it's one of the most interesting topics of conversation. Are you being sarcastic? Yes. Yeah, because I think actually talking conceptually about dreams is somewhat interesting, but hearing other people talk about like their dreams. That's like one of my like core pillars 
like I don't want to hear about your dreams. Just no, like I, I know. hate to repeat myself. I know. I hate when people talk about their dreams, but you know. But I, you're talking I, about dream subconscious, not like their hopes and wishes for the world, right? <laughs> because honestly, honestly it's somebody, interesting to no, hear about someone's hopes and but wishes. But if somebody just tuned into the show and you're like, I don't want to hear about your dreams, I'm like, man, this girl's mean. <laughs> like, she's had a rough year. I actually rewatched our episode of The Toast yesterday because I thought it was so funny and we were just being so funny. I just loved yesterday's episode. You know when else we were being funny? Well, two other times. One, we did a Patreon episode where we started to answer Vogue 73 questions and it's so funny because the questions are like interesting questions. And very and, abstract. Yeah, and we, I, one of the questions is like, tell us something that we don't know about you and we come to the conclusion that you guys like literally know everything about us. But I found that some of the questions like, you are learning some new things about us. You know, it's just like questions coming at you from like different angles that like I've never, um, no one has ever asked me like, what would the soundtrack of your life be called, you know? Yeah, that wasn't a question. Oh, maybe I skipped that one because oh. it was on. Or like, if, you're, if your life was a musical, what would the marquee say? Oh yeah, that was a tough question. But if you want to hear our answer, Answers, head over to patreon.com slash the morning toast also what is so and then we were also being funny again on instagram live mm-hmm. like that was just such a funny treat for anyone who caught jackie and i's instagram live last night it was so funny we were just being insane you know it was that it was no, that like, hour honestly it was like that's when we when we facetime like that's our conversation right. but it was just live for everyone to see so it was funny for those watching on youtube you might have noticed my new mug that i'm sipping out of it's actually some new merch and you can get it at shopmorningtoast.com it is a, for those not watching on youtube it is a beautiful black mug that says thirst monster on it because i love to drink and i'm quite thirsty yes you are also what is so crazy is that today is december 1st i know you know when i was going to bed last night it was 1202 and i remember i'm like ben i turned over i'm like it's december and he was like that's crazy that's like sick i remember last december truly like it was yesterday because nothing has happened since then that is so fucking crazy like december that one really got me i know and you know it's like a little freaking me out about it it's that like 2020 is almost over which i'm glad for because everyone's like 2020 is the worst but huh? everyone was like 2020 is gonna be better but like 2020 is almost over and there's no road to better right so what i was in the middle of saying was that like i know we just finished finish each other's other sandwiches. sandwiches like it's not getting better. So 2021, like at the beginning, like might also be like a big steaming pile of shit. And I think we all collectively need to like accept that because our expectations are like way too high. Like we're going to wake up on January 1st. And, like everything's going to be like, better. Reset. No, it's not because it's already, it's only 30 days away. Yeah. And nothing has changed. That's so scary. It's so scary. It's very upsetting and depressing to think about. Yeah. I'm um, speaking of the lottery that you literally just said five minutes ago. I've been like holding on to that transition. I do. I'm glad that you could remember what you were going to say. I started lost. Speaking of the lottery. One of the characters. Oh, I don't want to spoil it, but I'm not going to watch it. And one of the everybody else already has. One of the characters like who uh, is on the island before he was on the island, won the lottery back at home. And now that's irrelevant, isn't it? Uh, clearly. And like nobody believes him that he's worth $156 million. We're like, yeah, sure, Hurley, whatever you say. Um, and I, we'll talk about it in the TV recap, but just remind me because I wanted to talk about it yesterday and I wasn't able to. Also, do you remember um, like two weeks ago when our last episode when we were talking about something and I couldn't remember what I wanted to say? Yes. I remembered it. Do you think anyone cares? Should I say what it is? I remember what it is too now. So yeah, say it. It's always nice. I've been having these moments. Like yesterday we were talking about on the Patreon, we were talking about Dave Portnoy, and I was trying to think of a phrase, and I couldn't think of it, and so I just, like, stumbled. But what I wanted to say was he's a creature of habit. Right. Because he's always at the same restaurant, so I don't know what I said. Oh, yeah, 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 I was yeah, like, yeah. he's a lover of same. <laughs> he's like a one-time guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what I was going to say two so weeks ago. I think ago, it's so important that when you, like, when you remember. finally remember stuff, that you need to share it. And that you follow up. Yeah. 
What I was going to say two weeks Close ago, the loop. we were talking about that viral video of the kids from Michigan and how we were so obsessed and how Eeny, Meeny, Miny, Mo Lover is such a good song. And if you if you need a reminder, do, um, pretend I'm number what seven. What was that English? Pretend, pretend I have a seven on my shirt. Don't leave me out here dancing alone. You can't make up your mind. Well, you got. You can't leave me out here dancing alone. Okay. Mine, 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 mine. So what I was gonna say was that I was really waiting for Justin Bieber to like address the viral video, like in any way. Like celebrities love to get in on like annoy. They love to be annoying and like get in on viral moments. Yeah. And actually, Justin Bieber went live right after, um, right before our episode of The Toast, and I was like in bed watching his live, commenting like, "Have you seen the video?" And I just wanted him to like acknowledge me or at least like the video. And he didn't, but that was the anecdote I was going to share whilst on the toast two weeks ago. You were going to share, you were going to say, I hope Justin Bieber acknowledges it. No, and tell my story about me being like. No, the live was after. No, it wasn't. Was it? I was going to tell my story about like being a big loser, like commenting on Justin Bieber's live. Like, have you seen the viral video? I'm sure he has, but he should have said something about it. Yeah. Like, I'm sure the streams for Eeny Meeny Miney Mo Lover are so much higher. Are up. Astronomical. Yeah, also, you know what time of year it is, and this, like, really excites me? Christmas. Spotify end of year data. Data. S- data season. We'll be I'm getting so our excited. data. You know what? So I was just, like, um, looking through photos from this time last year, and I saw my screenshots from my decade in the review on Got Spotify. It. And then I was looking at, like, my 2014 most played song. It was a little mixed song that I didn't recognize the title. I was like, how is this my most played song? So I went to listen to it, and I remember it now. Of course. And it's so amazing. Like, now it's, like, going to be my most listened of the month. I'm curious if other music platforms are going to do that, because it was, like, so popular last year, and it's, like, Spotify's thing. But I wonder if, like, Apple Music will do their own version of it, since it's, like, so popular. I think they have such limited data. I don't think so. I think a lot of people, like, if you either, like, we use exclusively Spotify, so we can't imagine having, like, any Apple Music data, but, like, a lot of people do use Apple no, Music. I only use Apple Music to buy songs on iTunes if I want to put them in a vlog. For sure. Or, like, a video star. Yeah, or we're doing Toast Radio. Yeah, but other people, like, use it as their main streaming platform, and I'm just curious if, like, people are going to steal Spotify's idea. Speaking of Toast Radio, don't worry. We're not doing another episode. Bird your loins. But our holiday toast radio episode from last year, like, still applies to this year. So if you're looking, like, for a radio program that'll get you into the holiday spirit, might I suggest Toast Radio Christmas 2019? Did you watch CMA Country Christmas? I did not. Me neither. Because, and I really fucked myself last night because I was saying I needed to read the the book for the redheads. Mm -hmm. And I started it. And last night I had some free time on my hands because there was nothing on TV and instead I started a new season of Married at First Sight and it was up until like one o'clock watching it and I was just like I'm not that girl anymore I don't want to be that girl like it's just it's upsetting and I think it's because Bruno Sweets is at camp and your whole balance is off he really got me on such a good schedule Mm -hmm. dare I say a sleep schedule yeah and now it's like I'm up till one I'm, I'm like waking up in such a huff and it's The drama. It's not good. The drama. Is real. Well, speaking of drama, tons of things. Well, not tons, I would say. Like, mediocre news today. Here and there, stuff happens. Here and there. But, you know, we can make a mountain out of a molehill here at the Morning Toast. And that's what we do every Monday through Friday on our YouTube channel. So make sure you're subscribed. And I think... I think we could get right into it. I think it could be time for the Fast Five Stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. I'm so glad you brought that up, Jackie. Because, you know what? I've been dying to talk about it for a minute. Hmm. Today's episode, very appropriately, it's December 1st. It is officially the holiday season. The Christmas tree and the big wreath, wreath? Wreath. Wreath are up in my building, which means it's time for today's episode to be brought to you by Love Book, a personalized gift that helps express your feelings that might be difficult to say out loud. A lot of the Love Book customers 
Use Lovebook to revisit their fondest memories or to list the reasons why they love someone. Lovebooks are completely customizable and you can use them however you like. So if there's someone in your life who like an, just like a simple, you know, like material item just won't cut it and you really want to like show them how much they mean to you, Lovebook is fabulous. It's like a totally customized book that you can make for anyone in your life. They have express options if you just want to like kind of do something um, more generic, but you can really like customize almost every aspect of it. It's pretty fabulous. You can create characters that just like you look just like you or the person you're giving it to um, with their features, their clothes, um, and you can even choose their hairstyles. So while you have the option to customize each page and personalize it as much as you like, you can also use the express option and create a complete book in just a few minutes. They are the perfect Perfect gift for any occasion, but especially for anniversaries, birthdays, and obviously Christmas coming up. For the person you love most, get them a love book. It's so cute. Like, literally, the story of Jackie and Claudia. I would do, like, Jackie and Claudia, like, magical hosts. Oh, cute. Jackie and Claudia and the magical microphone. You know, something like that. Um, if you want to visit lovebookonline.com, use the link lovebookonline.com slash toast to receive a special 20% discount for your for our listeners. Again, that's lovebookonline.com slash toast toast for a special 20% discount. It's great for the person in your life who has everything and someone who just like, you really need to tell how much you love. And you know, if we've learned anything this year, it's like, you just got to tell the people you love that you love them. Right. And show them with a love book. Online.com slash toast. Okay. First story. Love is in the air. A source is saying that Rihanna is dating longtime friend ASAP Rocky after months of romance rumors. I heard about this. The news comes after uh, page six reported that the couple was spotted having dinner with friends at the Beatrice in, in New York over the weekend. And now a source is telling people that they are dating. Rihanna, ASAP Rocky, together. So let's let's go through Rihanna's like most recent dating history because yes. she had that very short fling with Drake. And that was everything of the sort, even though like he like embarrassed himself and like it was just so clear that like he was so into her. And she was just and not. she was not. And honestly, I don't think him and his ego like have ever recovered from that because it was like really embarrassing, like when he made that speech at like the VMAs or whatever. And, like, like she swerved on him. Like hardcore, like just so not interested. Then she was dating that like prince, right? The billionaire Hassan Jamil. Yeah, and they for were like three years. For for a long time. And I actually thought that was gonna be it for her, but it recently came to an end. Rihanna's just so interesting because she's a very rare type of celebrity who is like A-list and never has to lift a finger. Do you know what I mean? Like she worked really hard on her music and then her um, clothing, savage, makeup. And now she's just at this like amazing place in her life where she's just raking it in and she doesn't have to step out to like work as a celebrity. Like she is just eternally famous. And now she could just focus like, I feel like everything around her is thriving. Like her businesses are so successful. Now she's going to focus on her and like maybe it's just been the guy next to her all along, you know? Maybe. Or like, I don't know, some part of this story just makes me feel like they were at dinner with friends and everyone's like making this more than it is. I feel like people are always shipping Rihanna with someone and she's like, no. Who do you ship Rihanna with? Ooh... I feel like for a long time it was Drake, but now that you're like reminding me of that like very sad VMAs, I, it's just like that's too sad. No, I know. It was like for all the people who were like really rooting for them, it was so exciting and then it wasn't. Yeah. Because I really I, thought that was going to be it for them. It's like finally. I think that this is a super cute couple. Yeah. I don't know if I see her with someone though like in the music industry. Me, neither do I. That's why I actually think the guy she was dating before, like very, very rich, like cosmopolitan man of the world, like that's actually exactly what she needed. Right. And maybe that's why it was so successful they dated for three years. Right. We need another one. 
We do. Another like rich, mysterious, tall, dark, handsome man. Yeah, international man of mystery. She needs a businessman beau. Like everyone needs a businessman beau. Go get yourself one. That's what it, you know, it really boils down to. It's like if you lay your head on your pillow and you look over and there's not a businessman beau there, it's like, what the fuck are you doing? (laughs) What are you doing? Yeah. No, it's so true. Because you want to know what's so great about businessman beau, businessmen beau, sorry, um, is that obviously they're businessmen, so like they could provide for you. And like, that's ideal. You know, you just, I'm very progressive, but I'm still a woman who just wants to be taken care of. And I don't <laughs> think that's crazy to say. Like, yeah. I just want to be taken care of. But also like businessmen, like they have a good head on their shoulders most of the time. And I just feel like they're, they're good partners, you know? Yeah. I also feel like a businessman beau, when you are an A-list celebrity, I think like a common theme with celebs is like people are taking advantage of them. Like, you know, they have managers, agents, yep. they're paying all these people, all these different things. And a businessman beau can come in and run it like a business. You know who I think is Man beau. actually a quintessential businessman beau who I, I don't think, I don't think we ever would have thought, but now that I think about it, he's really the perfect business, not for Rihanna, okay. but just in general. I think I know what you're going to say. Okay, if you, by the way, I just want to say, if you guess what I'm thinking, because it's so like random, I seriously, you have to kiss me on the lips. No. But, yeah. but it's my gift. Like it's All my right, I'll kiss you on the lips. No. <laughs> if I guess what you're thinking. I will give you, deadass, $500. Okay. I'm going to give you my guess now. You only get one. Jason Tart. <gasps> Holy shit! Oh my God! I can't believe you knew that. <laughs> He's a businessman, Bo. Because what you just described about, like, why it's so great to, like, be a successful woman with a businessman, Bo, who's, like, always looking out for you, like... That's really how I feel like Jason Tardick and Caitlyn's relationship is like so mutually beneficial. I feel like he is just like so caring about her business and he's really, really smart like no, finance wise. 100%. And even when he went on The Bachelor, like he went on as a businessman. Yeah. So like when he started dating Caitlyn after the show, like he came into the relationship like as a businessman and... And, and offered his services. And, <laughs> Jackie, I I'm feel like- freaking out. And by the way, I'm not paying you $500, like obviously. You guys, we have this all on tape. <laughs> no, like that's insane. Here. That's insane. Um... No, but also I feel like when he was on the toast, he was like talking about how they work together and it really is this like great like celebrity business and relationship. No, and like of course a relationship is about love, but it's also about like living together and coexisting and like creating a life. And I just feel and like supporting your partner. And I feel like they have literally like the most ideal relationship when it comes to their business. Like cause Caitlin has all these things going on. Jason has this like huge background in like finance, business, like management, and he's just like over here managing and it's like so ideal. Yeah. No, I he's can't like streamed line the business. I knew you were that is so crazy. I, I, we really spend too much time together. We have one brain. Yeah. <laughs> but no, that's exactly what it is. And like, so look how happy I, they are. They are proof of our theory that everyone needs a businessman bow. A hundred percent. Or businessman gal, whatever your preferences are. Like, you just need a businessman in your bed. A or business, a business, a business man or woman. Business person. A business person. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it's, it's good. Yeah. That was crazy. That was crazy. Wait, what was the story? Oh, Rihanna. Rihanna. Yeah. So I actually agree with you. I could see like everyone just being like dramatic here and trying to like make fetch happen. But also this would be a cute couple. Agreed. Yeah. One of my biggest regrets is not going to the anti-tour at Barclays Center. Yeah, I agree with that. I, do you have like, do you have like monumental um, things concert you- regrets? I mean, obviously the time Bruno Mars was here and I was sick, but like I was sick. What was I going to do? I really couldn't go. Yeah. When, when the Life of Pablo tour, Kanye's was at MSG and I asked Ben to get me tickets and he said, yeah. And like, I'm always like... I'm always, like, in charge in my house. Like, I'm always the one, like, making the plans. And Ben was like, let me do it. Like, I want get, to get us tickets. I'm like, great. And, of course, literally, the night of the concert, I, like, for, like literally had totally forgotten about it. I saw your fucking Instagram story that you were there, and I literally did not that speak to That was the one with the floating stage? Yeah, I yeah, did not I speak there. to Ben. I'm like, look, I, I handed over the plans to you, and we're sitting in bed on a Wednesday night. Like, that was one of my b- biggest regrets, and Rihanna at Barclays Center. Yeah. 
I'm sure if I keep thinking, I can think of more. But, like, those are the ones that, like, haunt you. Like, especially now there's, like, no concerts, and it's like you're thinking of all the concerts you missed. I know, but don't you ever feel like sometimes you would go to a concert, and it's like, really? I got all, like, I'm, like, sitting there bored waiting for it to be over. No, because you want to know why? You are a concert whore. Like, you just go to concerts because, like, like I go to dinner. Do you know what I mean? I will only go to a concert if I'm obsessed. And that's how, I, like, I always have a 10 out of 10 time at concerts because I'm, I will not go unless, and, and then when I do go, like, I will spend the extra money on great seats. Like, yeah. you just go... Oh, a uh, random man in Times Square? Margo, let's go. Like, that's what you guys do. It's so funny because my time hop is like me, Margo, Dana, and Nicole went to like Barclays for 94-7 like country See. jam. Oh, that actually sounds great. And Sam Hunt performed, but it was right after the DUI, but he did an amazing job. Okay. Yeah. But, that's no, but a- I also feel like concerts are the highlight of my life. Like when I think about when I'm like happiest, the most, you know, endorphins in the air, serotonin in my brain, it's when I'm at a concert. And so it's like, okay, maybe not every concert is going to be that experience, but like, I'm going to be on the road to happiness. Why would yeah. I just go to this one? I really just can't believe you guessed Jason Tardick. Like, I don't know. I, I it's not that surprising. It's to not? Me. No, because like, we just have, like, if you said to me, like, we just have things that like, we, we know, common, yeah. like things that we know about each other. Like if you were like, oh, what's an example of paparazzi being invasive? Like Dennis's funeral. Yeah. I would have to think hard about it, <laughs> but then I would say Dennis's funeral. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, some more romance news. TikTok star Addison Rae confirms she's dating Bryce Hall for the second time. Why are you sticking your tongue out? Oh, is, I, is that what the kids are doing? No, I don't. No, the kids are doing this. Ah. Body, yada, yada, yada. Ah. Ah. No, I do not support this. I do not endorse. I think this is like the most, Wait. the worst decision Addison could have made. And I feel like we come on here on this show and we're like, such big fans of Addison and we say like everything she's doing in her career is just like so stellar whoever's managing her is a genius and I think that this is a huge mistake I really do and Margot is like their number one fan I know she was I thought that we ship no I thought Bryce Hall in the harbor is nothing of the sort is she has she always been dating Bryce they've been like on and off but they've been off for a while and now this is always like the tiktoker she's involved yes there's no other there's no other talker so first of all i just think like from a business perspective i think that addison could date literally anyone else and it would be like so good for her like business her celebrity she's a beautiful girl like who wouldn't want to date her like i actually think she could find someone better in terms of celebrity okay i also just I'm on, you know, all the shady TikTok pages, TikTok room. Like, I know a lot about Bryce Hall. Like, I know he literally punched a waiter because the waiter told him not to vape in a restaurant. Like, he's an animal. And I just don't think that's who Addison should be, like, hanging out with and associating herself with. And I saw, like, some videos of him, like, kissing a girl this weekend in, like, a bar or something. Like, so if I know that, Addison knows that. And I just, like, don't think that this is the wisest decision for her. And, like, above all, like, he's just not my type. Like, I think Addison is so cute and beautiful and she could do better. Oh, wow. Okay, so. And the truckers for Addison are agreeing with me. Wow. And they're backing up because they're like leaving. They're, ba- they're, they're getting like, out of the port. Upset. They're getting out of the port. They are backing out. Wow. I mean, I just was going to ship because I stan her. Yeah. Um, but you've changed my mind. No, it's just I don't think that this is right. And, and she's, I agree. She's a young girl. And, like she probably feels safe with him. And I totally get and it. And I agree with you that like she could be dating someone and her star could rise completely. Like obviously we know he's married to Stassi Baby, but... Noah, Noah Centennial. Yeah, it's just like, I think Bryce Hall gets so much out of his relationship with Addison, and I don't know what Addison gets out of it. Like, I think he just brings her down. Maybe and I said what I said. Love? Maybe. So let's go on a pause mute break while this rear truck stops. While they back it up. So, of course, like, the minute we pause, go on mute, it stops. I'm like, I'm 
truly one day away from opening up this window and literally flashing my titties and be like, I will do this every day if you just shut the fuck no, up from 10 go, to 11. They'll go crazy if you do that. No, but I'll say, you'll get this every day, but if you're just completely silent from 10 to 11. No trucks backing up. <laughs> Except on Tuesdays, truckers for Tasha have to show up. Oh, for sure. We love them. Also, I feel like this news about Addison makes you just want to do a pouty face. For sure. And then the renegade. Like, I just... I know Margot's obsessed with them, but that's because, you know, Margot's young and reckless, and I'm no, not. and Margot, so I think Margot loves Addison, just like we love Addison, but she probably loves her more. And, like, when Margot stands, she stands all facets. Yeah. And she's not, she doesn't choose, she she wants what's best for you. Yeah, so, Margot's, like, so, Margot's just the exact type of person you want in your corner when you're um, a, celebrity. a celebrity. Yeah, so she she stands all the way. She's and loyal, like, to a fault. I, I admire it. Yeah. I do. But I, I'm looking at this from just like a reasonable, I'm a mature 26-year-old um, woman. Is that how old I am? Yeah. Yeah. 26. 20, yeah. Um, and I'm just looking at this from all different possible perspectives. And I think business-wise, she could do better. And then also just like relationship-wise, she could do better too. Okay. I think that's a fair assessment. And I would just love to be on this journey of like watching Addison Ray like navigate young Hollywood elite and like dating around, you know? That would be like fun for her. Yeah, but there's still like more time. Like this is just There's time. She's there's still time. only like 19. There's time. Curious time. Open me up and it's in a Giving me com- Give me no compasses. Give me no signs. It's beautiful. Thank you. Okay, ready for our next story? This is like really big news. Is it the really big news that's brought to you by Noom? Yes. Oh, How what did a you coincidence. Know? Oh my God. That's fucking crazy. Another one. That's the second one tonight. Another one. Another one. Today's episode is brought to you by Noom, the habit changing solution that helps users learn to develop a new relationship with food through personalized courses. Getting in shape doesn't have to be about losing a specific amount of weight or a magic number on the scale. It's about building healthier habits and feeling better about yourself. If fitting into your favorite pair, of jeans is a goal, then great. But there are many reasons why you might want to practice self-care and every person is different. I actually feel that wholeheartedly because like while I look amazing in pretty much every piece of clothing that I own, sometimes when I like treat my body like shit, like it feels like shit, which is something I never really expected. So every now and then you really just got to take care of yourself. I get really tired when I don't really eat well and Noom is here to help because it's not a diet. It is a habit changing solution. And It's a healthy and easy to stick to way of life. No food is considered good, bad, or off limits on Noom. They teach you moderation and it can be used in conjunction with pre-existing diets if you want. Noom doesn't tell you what to do and what not to do. They basically just teach you how to look inside your own mind and make decisions for yourself. And one of the things people love about it most, and I know Jackie does, is that they have one of the biggest and, and most accurate food databases available that lets you track your meal habits, visualize portion sizes, and see calorie density at a glance. When you're doing food tracking, it's so nice to have all like so many options of things in the food database because you don't want to have to input all the calories the, and, for what or, you're or the wrong thing right so it makes it really easy something that like food you know writing down everything that you eat can be laborious but not with noom noom is asking you to commit to just 10 minutes a day for yourself and if you go off track there's no shaming just tips to help you get back on track tomorrow you don't have to change it all in one day small steps make big progress sign up for your trial today at noom n-o-o-m dot com slash toast what do you have to lose? Visit noom.com slash toast to start your trial today. That's N-O-O-M dot com slash toast. Okay, the big news. Felicity Huffman has scored an acting role. This is crazy. Her first acting role after her prison stint. That was really fast. Yeah, the Desperate Housewives alumna who served just 11 days of a two-week 
jail sentence last year, has signed on to star in an untitled ABC comedy inspired by the life of Susan Savage, owner of AAA Baseball's Sacramento River Cats, according to Deadline. That sounds like a really good show um, in general. Yeah, I, was, I, I didn't know what the show was about. I didn't know it was a comedy. I was really hoping it was loosely based off of what she went through. Right, no, but it's about like a... A powerful team, woman. A powerful woman, baseball team owner, comedy. Love to see it. The project will co-star Zach Godeskin, who was in the Peanut Butter Falcon, and um, a bunch of other people who are working on this project. So when I think of Felicity Huffman and like her career, you can't help but want to compare it to Lori Loughlin's. Right. And I feel like Lori Loughlin was just in like such a worse position in this whole college admission scandal for a million reasons. One, her charges legally were more because she paid more money. Two, she came from Full House, Hallmark Channel, very wholesome family content, and she was let go from everything immediately and will most likely not be back on those networks and doing that type of content because it is so family-friendly and, like, Christian values, and they just don't want to be associated with that. And then um, she also legally, like, her, her case went on for almost a year longer. Like, l- she's in prison right now, right? Yeah. And Felicity Huffman got out last year. Like, hers yeah. went on for so much longer. I don't know why. Like, I'm sure it was, like, her lawyer's um, recommendation. But, like, I just feel like the two situations, which were similar, even though they had different charges, like, I so would have preferred to be Felicity Huffman. Yes. I mean, of course. But I also think that just like Lori Laughlin was on all these, like, family shows and family networks, Felicity Huffman, like, like we said at the beginning, like, this is something Lynette Scavo might have done. You know, so it wasn't... Actually, she did do it. There's an episode where she tries to get her twins into, like, a prestigious kindergarten, and she, like, offers to write them a check or something. Oh, that's so funny. So I I don't know. It's interesting. I It'll be interesting to see what happens with Lori in the next year, because also Felicity did get out in October... So, like, a year has passed. It's been a year. Whoa. Yeah. No, it's crazy, but it's just, like, watching the two court cases and then, like, the subsequent fallout and how they both come back if Lori does choose to come back. I didn't know Felicity was, like, this has been... This is big news, I think. That she's even coming back to acting. Like, she could just retire. William H. Macy is still on Shameless. He makes a lot of money. She made a ton of money. Like, they could just, like, retire. They could retire, but it's also big news that, you know, she got a job. Yeah, no, no, it's both. It's, like, the fact that she decided to do it and that they would let her back. Like, networks are so notoriously, like, uh, controversy-averse, like, and just, like, big media companies and corporations. Like, they're so lame. Like, they smell, like, even the smallest bit of controversy, and they just, like, want nothing to do with it, and they just, like, draw people left and right. So I do find it really interesting that Felicity Huffman was able to, like, get a job. Yeah. I do too. This show sounds interesting, but a comedy, Felicity Huffman, we'll see. Yeah, no, I don't know if I'll be watching it, but I will definitely be watching the course of L- Felicity Huffman's career. Yes. That's what, that's a show I'll be tuning into. Next up, some more love is in the air. Mean Girl star Matthew, Mean Girl Jonathan. star Jonathan Bennett is engaged. Yes. To TV host James Vaughn. Very sweet. Yeah, you know, Jonathan Bennett had like a really interesting life, I feel like. I know. It's like there was such a lull yep. in the last 10 years. And now with all like the Mean Girls reunions and the Hallmark movie, like he's And just, his hosting capabilities. Yeah, but also I feel like he's like now sort of like an influencer because of the way that he engages digitally with his past content 100 percent. i agree with you like there was after mean girls you would think like he played like the hot guy aaron samuel's like teenage dream in one of the biggest like teenage movies of of all all time time. and you would think like that would make him into like the next brad pitt but then i think after the movie like there was just like no traction for him and i know that for a few years he was just like quietly hosting on the food network that cupcake bake-off show i think it was called like um what was that show where they like they had um like 
different bakeries across the country like participate in like cupcake challenges towards the end and they would like become the cupcake caterer for like some event i think it was called like what was it called unwrap cupcake was, wars something like that and um he was like quietly doing that job and like every time i would tune in i'd be like is that aaron samuels and then he really parlayed that into some stuff like it's actually quite impressive yeah and like we said a few weeks ago he's now in a hallmark channel christmas movie called the christmas house and he, that's the first hallmark movie featuring a gay couple correct yes Fabulous. And so he's engaged to who? James Bond, who's a TV host. So I Just a like couple of hosts getting married. A couple of hosts getting married. I feel like this is just a good year for him. And I'm, I'm happy for someone who's having a good year. Yeah. Jealous, but happy. Yes. But happy. Definitely. Nice news. Ugh. A fifth and final story. A little loss of love news. What? Brandon Blackstock is seeking $436,000 in monthly support from our queen, Kelly Clarkson. Can I tell you something? Like, Ooh, Kelly Clarkson. I, I don't know if this is, like, bad to say, because I really am, like, all for equality of genders. Like, I like to a fault, I would say. Like, I'm so... Gen- like, I just think, like, there shouldn't be any sort of inequality. But something about, like, a man <laughs> wanting spousal um, from a woman, it's like, get your own job, bitch, you know? <laughs> like, if a woman were to do it, I might just do it, you know? Like, maybe that's just because I'm biased as a woman. But, like, I don't know, something about, like... You're, like, team woman. Yeah, but, like, something about, like, a man, like, wanting spousal support, like, makes me sick. Like, I know that's, <laughs> I know that's crazy to say because I'm so for gender equality, but, yeah. like, it makes me sick. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry that you're so sick. <laughs> I'm sick. Okay, he, how much money he wants? And also because she... And that's she, an obscene amount. Yeah, and she was granted primary physical custody of their two children. Um, so he's requesting $436,000 in monthly spousal and child support. But, like, where's the child support going if she's the primary custody queen? I think that might be a, a big element of why I feel the way that I do. Because, like, more often than not, pending, like, some, like, crazy, you know, situation, the kids go with the with the mom. So, like, the mom needs... Or it's joint, in which case, yeah, the... If there's a parent who's not working, they need spousal support to provide for the children when the children are with them. Yeah. No, something about just, like, really wealthy people getting divorced and, like, how it all, like, spreads, like, really is so interesting to me. Like, I think the fact that, like, Jeff Bezos' wife, like, got half of Amazon is, like, the best thing ever. And, like, I'm so here for that. Um, But in this particular situation, I'm just not here for Brendan, like, coming for Kelly's change. Yeah. Whoever Brendan is. Is that not his name? Brandon. Whatever. Uh, A source told the people that... He Which has people. <laughs> the people. Sorry, I was gonna say the publication, but the publication is people. People, yeah. People magazine. That he has been, quote, unequally unreasonable in his request for child and spousal support as well as attorney fees. Kelly's offered to pay for all the kids' expenses, but Brandon seems to think he's entitled to and needs three hundred and one thousand dollars in spousal support and one hundred and thirty five thousand dollars in child support per a month. month. That's insane. If that is his, like $6 million his, a year. If his request is granted, he would pocket more than $5.2 million per year to care for himself, their daughter, River Rose, and their son, Remington Alexander. Even though Kelly has agreed to cover all the costs of all the kids, everything. And to take care of them 100% of the time. I feel like Kelly is a lot of things. And one of those things is she's a reasonable person. I don't think she's trying to, like, scam her husband. I think she just wants everything to be fair. I think she's a fair person. And this is insane. Yeah. I mean, I don't know all the background and ins and outs, but this just seems unreasonable. And 
like taking advantage. Yeah, this is giving me marriage story vibes. And like, of course, like I'm on Team Kelly. Always, always. It's like this I'm on The Voice and I'm on Team Kelly. Always. This is so sad. How much money do you think Kelly Clarkson has? I feel like she's like so much. Yeah, I feel like she's always like since she became famous has been making really good business and financial decisions and like good jobs and she's never become irrelevant. Like she's had lulls, highs and lows, but she's always worked. She's always toured. She's always released music. And I feel like she'd never lived like a crazy life. Like she always lived like this humble life in Nashville. So I feel like she must have like a hundred million dollars. Oh, I don't know. That's a lot. But also I feel like like now she's in peak Kelly season, which because is crazy. You get paid like $25 million a year to do the voice. Like you get paid crazy really? amounts of money. Yeah. But plus maybe not $25 million, but I remember like Plus this, her talk show. The talk show's huge. Her music. Her music. She has a children's book. She writes songs for other people, which is like a great way to make money. Um, but no, I remember on X Factor, they used to release how much people were getting paid. And like Demi Lovato, the season with Demi Lovato, Britney Spears, Britney Spears got paid $25 million. And yes, Britney Spears is like huge and so that's probably really high but I know like all the American Idol people they make so much money for that season like because it's a huge network and it's a huge show so yeah no you're right the that must be one so of her much. biggest streams of income nice I'd love to take a look at her books <laughs> cook them a little I mean maybe if like things get really messy you might see that yeah I'll step in no, 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 like, sometimes that information is published when we found out how much, like, Gina Kirschneider was making it. Yeah, that was, like, a sad divorce, like, that whole thing. A divorce? Um, TV recap, I really want to talk about Lost as just, like, conceptually, and if you've never seen it, please don't tell me I'm spoiling it, just... You guys. It's, it's been, the show it's is 10 years old. 20 years. Okay. Um, and the TV recap segment is brought to you by Vega, and Vega has one goal, to help you power your story with premium plant-based nutrition that enables you to feel and perform your best. If you want to learn more about how to power your story with Vega, go to myvega.com slash toast. That's M-Y-V-E-G-A dot com slash toast. If you're looking to upgrade your daily nutrition with your smoothie or level up your afternoon snack, Vega has you covered from protein powders to bars made with real plant-based ingredients. Power your story with the number one plant-based protein powder brand in North America, and you can learn more at myvega.com slash toast. If you love to cook and you want to upgrade some of your recipes with Vega, you can... Use their products that are made with real plant-based ingredients. Um, they're gluten-free, non-GMO, Project Verified, and vegan certified. So if you're looking to just change up your smoothies, your snacks, and you just like, like to get wild in the kitchen, um, and you want some plant-based protein, check out myvega.com slash toast. Again, that link is M-Y-V-E-G-A dot com slash toast toast they also have a new program vega one and vega protein and greens with delicious protein powders and daily vitamins made with real plant-based ingredients you can nourish yourself from the inside out learn more about vega and all their fabulous products at myvega.com slash toast love it okay so i'm about 30 episodes into Whoa. lost which is literally the beginning of season two like it is the longest show like but that's what you're always asking for yeah and it definitely has like we first started it, me and Ben were like, this is amazing. And then it really just gets like dry. And there's so much about it that I actually don't like. And I just find it really interesting because I think like when it was on TV and I wasn't watching it live, like so many of my friends were, it was like as big as Game of Thrones. Like the ending, everyone was like, Did you? like it was like yeah. all, this whole big drama. And I think maybe just so much has changed in the last 10 years since Lost was on. Like, I just don't think it's that great. Like, yeah. it's good. It's a very good show. I mean, that was, like, in the day when it's, like, ABC, Fox. They were making the best shows. They were making the best shows. And, right. And Lost was the best of the best. Now, with all the streaming services, it's, like, there are so many quality, amazing, incredible shows that you'll probably never even get around to watching because there's just so much content out there. Like, the bar is just completely raised. It is, right? Yeah. So, 
I'm, I'm not. Le- I'm and le- I don't think I don't think that makes Lost a bad show. No, but like in the age of like Game of Thrones, The Crown, all of these. The, we're living in the golden age of television. Maisel, Schitt's Creek, like Lost is just like one uh, one of many. Yeah, so it's not a bad show by any means. It's definitely like super interesting, and you like really grow to love some of the characters. But I just. I'm, it's just killing me. Like, what the fuck happened to them? Like, I just want to know the ending so bad and it's killing me not to look it up because it's like getting a little boring and I'm only on season two and I've heard that seasons one through three are the best. I'm like, so this is the best? Oh, so maybe you'll skip to the end. But your husband inspired me because he said that he like loved it so much. Yeah, he watched it recently. Do you know how it ends? I feel like I know how it ends. I've heard things from, um, just like, not from him, but from like chatter. Yeah, so I'm like almost sure I know how it ends. What do you think? I don't want to say it. Why? Because I just don't want people like DMing me. Like, I just don't want to say okay. it. But um, I'm like pretty sure I know what happens. But I don't want to say it because like maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I don't know why I think that. It's just like in my brain, you know? Yeah. I think something too. We might be thinking the same thing. 100%. And it's totally how it ends. But um, it's good. I don't know if I would like recommend it like hardcore. Now I'm 30 episodes in. So I'm like definitely going to like finish it. But it's hard because usually I watch shows on my own. And so much of my job is like watching TV and recapping it. So like I watch TV pretty much all day. But Ben like has a real job. And when I can't watch till like six o'clock when he gets home, it's like I'm moving so slow now. Yeah, that's good balance. Yeah, I guess. I'm watching the newest season of Married at First Sight, and I do the do the Married at First Sight fans called it maths. Yeah, they do call it okay. maths, which I which I learned. And the first two episodes, all the couples just got married. There's four couples, and honestly, like I was getting emotional. Like it was. So wait, explain it to me. Like, when do they I, meet? Okay, so I felt like. Before I watched Married at First Sight, like, I thought it was an insanely stupid concept. show. Like, stupid concept, like, where they just pluck two people and then have them get married and then, like, like, go figure it out. Yeah. But it's really not like that. Like, there's thousands of candidates. They whittle it down to 100. They whittle it down to 50. They go to their homes. They have, like, a sociologist come, a love doctor, pastor, to talk with these people and really find the best match from, like, the thousands of men and women that had applied. And they choose four couples, sometimes three. This season they chose four who are compatible in every way of life, you know, in their faith, in the way that they're messy or clean, like Mm -hmm. things like that. Like they really do their due diligence. And these people who have signed up for the show, they're not like thirsty bachelor contestants. Like they are people who, for one reason or or another, like have not been able to find love on their own. And they like really seem like decent people who want want a partner and like want to be married and just like be done with it. Not to like go on the show to get a To have a career. I'm sure there are people who come in like that with like ulterior motives, but like, this season especially, it really feels like these people, like, really want love. And, and they're, obviously, like, being attracted to the person is a big part of a relationship. But it's not the only thing. And, like, when you meet the person, they meet on their wedding day. Okay. Can, the, they, can they turn back? I don't know. Okay. I've, I've not heard of anyone turning back. But it's like, if, if someone were to turn back, it would mean that they weren't there for the right reason. Because right. you have to expect that the person isn't going to look like what you your dream like you right know? no like, of course and it's also, what do you look like <laughs> yeah right, right so they meet on their wedding day their families meet they have like a wedding ceremony and they have like some time to talk but everything is like kind of really awkward but the way that these people are just like so excited and happy and like their parents are like i never does the show like coordinate the wedding like plans it, it i think so because all the weddings look the same okay and their parents like went from having you know a 30 year old single child who hasn't had a relationship in 10 years to like a son-in-law, right. daughter-in-law, and, like, they're getting married, and, like, they're really, it's really joyous, and I was just getting emotional, like, that these people, and I really think that this season nine, like, the couples that they found, like, are 
it. Gonna, gonna work I out. I think there are some, like, re- I think, like, three out of four of them could work. Wow. But then I saw, like, the previous sort of season, like, people are packing up. Oh, and always. People are seen at bars with other people girls. People on reality shows, like, love to pack their bags. <laughs> no, so, like, it's, it could go either way. Um, the episodes are, like, really slow. But I just, I have so much more respect for, like, the show and the concept now, be- seeing, like, how much goes into it. And that, like, it's not like they just pluck two people and, like, get right. married because you, you want to be married. So people have been really wanting us to, like, dive into, like, the TLC reality show sphere. So I'm glad you're doing Married at First Sight. And obviously, I think one of their biggest shows is 90 Day Fiance before the 90 Days. And I've actually seen quite a few episodes because TPG is obsessed with it and is, like, always trying to get me to watch it. But some, I know it's, like, a funny show, but somehow, like, I always end up, like, feeling really sad. Like, because some of these people just make such bad decisions and I know that it's real like I saw this episode where this girl like wait so it's 90 day fiance what does that mean uh I don't really get it it's like and what's before the 90 days they're dating I don't know what before the 90 days is or 90 days the other way they have like a million spinoffs but 90 day fiance is people it starts with people in America who have like met people online or over the phone who live in other countries and have decided to get engaged to get like the K90 visa where it's like you have to live together for 90 days. I don't understand the whole thing, but something it's something legally. But like I just see these people making horrible decisions like this one girl who like lived in Oklahoma who um, had never met this guy before. She went to visit him. I forget where he lived. Um, uh, maybe Morocco. And he was so mean to her that she like literally left, went back to Oklahoma and then wanted to go back and brought her like four year old daughter to a country where they had nowhere to stay. He was such a dick, like wouldn't let him stay. Let the And it was like the grandparents were crying, begging, like, leave the kid with us. It was so upsetting. Like, that's, that's upsetting. So I don't get why people like the show. It makes me want to cry. Like, it's so sad. That is really sad. That's not like what Married at First Sight is. Except I did watch a most recent episode and there was actually like a really cute couple of this girl like Ariel from New Jersey who married this really sweet like Ethiopian guy. And he was like, they got pregnant and she like delivered the baby baby in Ethiopia and like he was so happy and like actually they were actually kind of cute but I just I can't run the risk of feeling sad I can't watch stuff that makes me sad yeah no I don't think that this would make you sad I think it's like really interesting it's a really interesting concept concept it's like crazy that it's a show but it's also like they're not just like trying to make television like I really do think that the people who make these matches are invested in the matches like being yeah. correct because it's they're legally blind, binding marriages like right. they're literally deciding two people like if you want to get out you have to get a divorce right which is crazy yeah um all right so that's our tv recap segment we have the bachelorette on tonight right nothing yes. else no nothing else wow now like last night i was like what am i gonna watch and now like this week it revs up tuesday wednesday thursday it just like hits you hard like oc housewives salt lake city housewives the bachelorette southern charm yeah used to be kardashians now the kardashians is over so it's just it's a great week to be a fan of reality television it's a great week to be a toaster always Thank you guys so much for listening to The Morning Toast, the Millennial Morning Show, where we deliver the past five stories that you need to know every morning, Monday through Friday, on YouTube. So if you're watching us on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. So at Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, CastBox, all the places wherever you listen to podcasts. Find us, The Morning Toast, and leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. We hope you have an amazing day, and we'll see you guys tomorrow for Hump Day! Woohoo! Bye! Goodbye! 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 Goodbye. Goodbye.